0: hey welcome back in and so excited to have a very special guest with us he's son's big man jalen smith jalen thanks for joining us today
1: oh thanks for for having me
0: yeah well jalen the last month has been quite a whirlwind for you but what has it meant to get the opportunity to go out there and showcase your skills on the on the biggest stage in basketball
1: I meant a lot, you know. Uh, obviously, in the times we're in with COVID, uh, it hits unexpectedly, and you never know what's going to happen. So, pretty much, you just got to have that next man, next man up mentality, and just try to continue and keep up that 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 positive production like the guys before you had. So that's what was my main focus, just coming in and trying to help my team win as best as I could.
2: Full disclosure, Jalen, I don't know shit. And I just want to let you know that EJ and I share the same vision for for you. But I want to hear it from you. People talk about four or the five and blah blah blah. He thinks that for the longevity of your career, you should be at four. But obviously, you feel more comfortable at the five. And other and even Monty has said that he thinks you're more comfortable at the five. How do you balance what's right for you versus what's right for the team and and maneuver through the season thinking about both? Uh, pretty much
1: just playing whatever um whatever position they put me out there because um obviously when they, if they put me at a certain position, it's for a reason. That might be for a defensive matchup, might be for an offensive offensive uh, opportunity. So uh, pretty much just going out there and just trying to make the best of it. And obviously in this league, the more positions you can learn, the better opportunities you get to play on the court. And uh, to me, I like learning the four and five. It's, it's going to be – it's tough in the NBA, but, I mean, it's something I'm up to doing, you know. just It's all about the learning aspect and just getting experience for it.
2: Gerald's got a follow-up question That, that Makes is, sense. Oh, so I, I won. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just curious what, uh, you know, you talk about learning both positions. Um, what is it about the five that you're probably a little more comfortable there? And what is it about the four that um, is more of a learning process or, or a challenge? Uh, about the five,
1: I pretty much say I've been playing it my whole life. So, I mean, it's it's easier to, I mean, it's like an old trick you know if you keep learning and keep doing it you get real accustomed to it and just being able to understand like as a five most bigs are heavy set and I'm a lot slimmer so I'm easier to able to move around and do a lot more things than most of them can but uh, obviously with the four in the NBA it's, it's, a, it's a lot about spacing and a lot about just creating trying to find opportunity for yourself and open opportunities for your team so and that's just something I just got to learn and being out on the wing and on the perimeter just trying to find that opportunity.
0: I'm a big nickname guy, and, and we all know you go by Sticks. But we were looking at your basketball reference page, and it has logs listed as one of your nicknames. Is that a real nickname you've had, and where did that one come from?
1: Uh, it's not a real nickname. It was just like it was like a joke uh, <laughs> Coach Turgeon uh, made for me uh, going into my sophomore year. I put on a lot of weight, and I gained a lot of muscle, and you could see it. And he just said, oh, we might as well stop calling you Sticks and start calling you Logs now. And everybody just started joking around with it, but it never stopped.
0: <laughs> Do you want it to stick? Do we need to make it a thing here in Phoenix or should we just leave it uh, in college? No, nah, just leave it in
1: college. It ain't, ain't going to really stick much.
2: Well, that's good because that uh, has a nice little surprise well, for you. Okay.
0: So uh, before we get into some other questions, we've got a lot of fans of yours that, that watch the show uh, mm-hmm. and they comment in our chats and they like to call themselves Sticks Kids. So we actually made a music video for Sticks Kids <laughs> that we want to show you now. Please feel to ha- to, welcome to react however you feel about this.
2: I got check one, two, check one, two, uh-huh, uh-huh, check one, two, one two,
0: uh-huh, father uh-huh. I don't want to grow up. I'm a sticks Kid. A million different basketball skills that he can play with. From dunks to blocks Let's to long-range shots. The greatest big man there is. I don't wanna grow up. Cause maybe if I did, I would be a sticks kid. Oh, oh my god. god. So is that the worst song that's ever been written or sung song about oh you, uh,
1: no, no, no. I liked it a lot, you know. I never had a song made for me, so that was the first. Yeah. Well, well,
0: congratulations. I apologize. I was the one that sung it, but I'm, <laughs> nah, glad. I'm glad you
2: enjoyed it. Thus, the off-key notes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. I loved it. I appreciate Sticks, it. I mean, real talk, though. Like, you know, we, we, we just talked about the four and the five. Like, how do you feel about that whole conversation? Like, how do you feel about your role? Uh, I know you identify more as a five, but, you know, can you see yourself at the four for a long period of time, and what would it take for you to to play that position and be more comfortable at the four versus the five?
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely could see myself at the four long term. Um, I mean, that's just something I, I want to work towards and just being able to be on that perimeter and just have that versatility for the offense and the defensive side of the ball and just just trying to find that niche. And I feel as though to be able to do that, I just got to, like, I just got to keep coming, becoming more comfortable with it, like I, how I became comfortable to the five. Once I just continue to keep doing it and continue to keep pounding away at it, I feel as though the sky's a limit for me.
2: Listen, Jalen, if you throw that ball down to DeAndre and he kicks it back out, you let it fly. You don't look <laughs> – you don't second guess it. You just shoot it. <laughs> that's a
0: Saul Bookman that's, basketball that's, strategy and hosting a, strategy. Again, so. I
2: don't really know shit, but there you go. I hear that.
0: Look, I I wanted to ask, um,
2: obviously, the trade deadline's coming up at around this time of year. There are rumors flying about everybody on every team. How do you kind of approach the trade deadline, and, and what's your mentality as far as, you know, do you pay attention to trade rumors? Do you just kind of block it out? How do you approach it?
1: Uh, pretty much is not to pay attention to it. Uh, I feel as though that if you pay attention to it, then you start to feed it into it, and it starts to affect you. Uh, mentally and then you feel as though you're not out of it you're not in it and i just try to stay away from it as best as i can and just continue to keep doing what i can do and controlling what i can control so i mean all at the end of the day that's all outside noise and nothing happens until it actually happens so every day i just come in and do my job and try to get better each and every day
0: i always find it interesting when when talking to guys who have made it to the pros to kind of understand. Where and when they fell in love with basketball, what was it for you about the game and what was the moment you went? This is what I want to dedicate my life to?
1: Uh, I'll say it was probably all the times I started playing one on one with my dad. Uh, I never really won him, so and just that love and that desire to be him is what like it increased until overall, like, oh yeah, I, this is something I want to do because pretty much the main goal was to beat my father. But at the end of the day, that goal just passed. And, just, and then I just wanted to be the best player I could be. So and it just it just grew after that.
0: At, at what age did you beat him the first time?
1: I didn't. I never beat, I beat him. never yeah, beat him Yeah, yeah I, it would always come down to some technicalities <laughs> or something like that. And that sounds about straight. right. We, we have all the old man yeah. tricks. Yeah, so sure. uh, I, I, the last game we played, uh, I think it was maybe – and I was like 14, and I started to get more physical with him, and it just it just ended there.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's go back to that question. What was was there a moment maybe in high school or in college? I, I feel like every pro has that one moment where you're like, "Damn, I'm I'm pretty good." Like, because mm. like, I just did this, and I didn't think I could do that or whatever. Like, was there a moment uh, in your in your young career that you you can kind of point back to, him, like that's when everything kind of changed?
1: Oh uh, yeah, uh, pretty much. I'll say. Um, I would say it was probably the summer going into my sophomore year of high school. And uh, I went to this camp. Uh, I forgot the name of it. It was like Elite 100. I think that's what it was. And I was pretty much there with everybody. in. I think the, I want to say the 2017 or 18 draft class, it was like Marvin Bagley, Jaron Jackson, Mobamba, and all of them. And I was doing good against all of them. And I saw that they were all highly talented players. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can definitely do something with this. And. That's that was my moment. Nice.
0: How how was had that poster dunk the other night feel? What would you say? The poster dunk the other night that you had. How'd that one feel? I mean, I feel like that was a moment <laughs> you probably felt like, Yeah, that's pretty good too.
1: Oh yeah, that, that was an amazing moment. I mean, Chris Chris told me that whenever I got my first tentacle for doing something aggressive like in a dunk like that, he would pay for it. So I mean at the end of the day. I wasn't worried about it after that.
0: Hey, you, you got Chris's money's worth, that's for yeah. sure.
2: <laughs> I guess we did. Oh, that's awesome. Would that would you consider that probably the best highlight of your basketball career so far? Um,
1: yeah, I was on the pro level, I was probably say. you know. So I mean any 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 highlight in the NBA is gonna be the, the highlight of your career so far. So that's that's my first one.
2: What's what's the what's the best dunk you've ever had on somebody? Like, how many times did you serve dudes up at at Maryland?
1: Um, I, a lot, actually, a lot. <laughs> um, I had, I had a, a dunk at March Madness, uh, like my first ever, mm-hmm. first ever dunk in um, NCAA tournament, and it blew up after that. So, uh, I probably say that was the one before it.
0: You you bring up Chris Paul talking about uh, paying for that fine, but what has it meant to play alongside a guy like that, and how has he helped you uh, with your career? I know different positions, but Chris always seems to have some uh, wisdom that he can pass along.
1: It's been amazing. Um, Pretty much every day, every game, sitting on the bench, coming into the game, walking out to the arena, Chris is always talking to me and feeding me some type of information. Rather, if it's like a little tad bit of like footwork or how to read a defense, it's just always something. And pretty much I – Everything he tells me, I take it in, good or bad. If uh, if I don't feel like it, or if I I'm out of it any day, I still take it in because obviously Chris is a Hall of Famer, and, and then yeah, I want I want to have the career that he had or better. So pretty much just just got to continue to keep listening to him and just feeding off everything he tells me and try to find a way to um, incorporate it into my game.
0: All right, well, Jalen, we really appreciate your time man it's been a pleasure uh watching you over the last month we wish you nothing but the best of luck the rest of the season and uh i'm again i'm sorry i sang i, I really am <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much jalen appreciate you thanks man, uh, thanks, thanks, man. appreciate it